Welcome back, everyone, to the final episode of Nice Guys Finish Lost. Is this the final? For season one. Donkey, oh. I hope so, buddy. <laughs> we'll be back for the full six seasons. That much is guaranteed. <laughs> so. But, oh, yeah, so we should point out that we did the American viewing tonight and watched parts two and three of the season finale. Because in the US, they aired it back to back. Whereas in Australia and the UK, they aired them on separate weeks. We also should point out that we had heaps of requests to be on the finale. Um, yeah. Um, but we're deciding to go solo bolo. <laughs> we wanted to get Ken like really out of context. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're just going to call Ken in New Zealand at like midnight. Get him out of bed. <laughs> and just ask him to make your prediction. <laughs> we hadn't told him. <laughs> we only discussed about five minutes before we started the episode. <laughs> Should we call Ken after this? <laughs> um, Should we just call him now anyway? See what happens? Yep, let's do it. <laughs> no, because I didn't figure out how to record it. Ah. Well, Should we just call him and I can tell you what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going to. Anyway, we watch parts two and three back to back. Um, episodes 24 and 25. Yep. Um, do you want the, the American way. Do you want the synopsis? Should we, what are the titles first? Uh, oh, it's still Exodus. Oh, part it's two right, and part Exodus three. And, three. and apparently... Ah, is this biblical knowledge? No, that no, you've no, gained? no, no. No, no, no. Okay. It's, it's a sidestep then. Because <laughs> I found out that it's actually a reference to Bob Marley. Apparently he's got a song called Exodus. And And one of the things I said, it was like, it's an explicit reference to Bob Marley, but then nowhere else makes it that clear that yeah, there's a reference surely to Surely it's Marley. an explicit refer- reference to Exodus, the book of the Bible. All right, do you want Maybe to rewrite the Wikipedia page? <laughs> you should. I bloody should. <laughs> I'd bloody love to, actually. <laughs> All right, so um, so my info for tonight might be for the only the first part, or, and maybe not the second part, but here's the uh, synopsis. See, okay, I'll read it out and you tell me if it's for both episodes that we watch or just one. Okay? Yeah. yeah. The castaways on the raft are surprised at sea by something unexpected. Meanwhile, remaining islanders attempt to blow open the hatch and a visitor to the encampment might be a threat to Claire's infant son. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Well, the first sentence... I took a brief a brief um, synopsis. Okay. But the first sentence happens in the second episode. Yeah, but then and the so does bits are just like no, no, because um, the first few minutes of the first episode, <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they attempt to blow open the hatch. Well, that's kind of like both episodes, right? But they've been building up to that in the previous. You could episodes. say that's this whole season, <laughs> this whole second half of the season. In um, fact, I think that's just summed up Lost. We shouldn't have bothered with Lost attempts to blow up a hatch, <laughs> um, and a visitor to the encampment might. Be a threat to Claire's infants, and I feel like that happened in the first part. Yeah, why are they being non-specific? We're, we know who it is. Well, I don't think non-specific Rousseau, about right? it, everything. Okay, because I don't like spoilers. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, Rousseau comes to the camp. The French lady, Said's friend. Is that all we've got? Normally, it's like a fair few minutes of like. Utter drivel from the internet. Do you want me to bring up another no, no, synopsis? No, 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 there is another one. Should oh. we just say the synopsis? No, no, all right. I'll bring it up. <laughs> all right, you fill for a bit then. Are you anonymous? Is this why? Oh, no, I've, got, getting... I've bloody got one from anonymous. Hold you, up. You get across because I'm having a go at the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was... I took... They use... You know at the top... 
We don't want to get too deep in our, okay, our IMDb. Should we just, should we no, just no, we're going to. So IMDb, like, they take the reviews or the that are written at the bottom and then they just cut, like, the first two sentences and use that as the synopsis. Okay. So here we've got... Who are you angry at here, IMDb? <laughs> so, written by Anonymous, this is the full version. The four castaways on the raft are... Okay, it's going to start really similar. <laughs> yeah, actually... Is it just that? No. IMDb's changed it, like, slightly. So remember the one that I just read out. And yep. then listen to this. The four castaways on the raft are surprised at sea by something unexpected. Colon. In the IMDb one, it was a sem- uh, full stop. Because uh. <laughs> it says colon. <laughs> the appearance of... Is our podcast now just, like, no, reviewing gonna, the reviews? Right, I'm going to start from the top again. This is the storyline by written by Anonymous. <laughs> The four castaways on the raft are surprised at sea by something unexpected. The appearance of is there a semicolon there? The the appearance full colon. The appearance of four of the others from the island who abduct Walt. Oh, actually, maybe I should read it here, dear, because it might be some spoilers. Hang on, we don't know the others. I feel like. IMDb's purposely cut out all the references to people that could be spoilers. No, how dare they? Hold on, I'm just going to read this in my head. I like how incredulous you were. You did write it. <laughs> should we? Should I just say what happened instead? No, I've got it. It yeah. doesn't spoil anything for you. Okay, so I'll start from the top again. <laughs> the four castaways on the raft are surprised at sea by something unexpected. <laughs> the appearance of four of the others from the island who abduct Walt. Meanwhile, Jack, Kate, Hurley and Locke attempt to blow open the mysterious hatch. The Frenchwoman, Rousseau, abducts Claire's infant forcing Charlie and Saeed to chase after her in the jungle. Also, more background stories of the survivors' final hours before boarding their doomed flight, which led to led them to the island of Shown. Written by Anonymous. Okay. So, don't you think it's weird that IMDb just, like, reworded that slightly, but blatantly plagiarised it? Okay, so welcome like, back to how difficult would it have reviews been for of IMDb. Nice Guys Finish <laughs> How difficult would it have been for IMDb to make up their own plot? Like, It's not like Anonymous as well as... 10 out of 10 anyway. Okay. And, uh, but actually it was 9 out of 10. It covered pretty much everything. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? And that was the segment Beef with IMDb. Moving on. Well, I usually ask you what you want to add to the synopsis. What do you got? Uh, Claire sucks now. But that that was for both episodes, I'm pretty sure. Okay. What do you, f- do you want me to read it out again just to get, <laughs> make sure that okay, it was Okay, first covered. line. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so my first point was Claire sucks now. Have you noticed that? She's she's a new mother and she's really stressed out, mate. Yeah. And we're all stressed though, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, it's a pretty stressful situation. <laughs> I don't know. She's like she was kind of I get that she was all like, Oh, how am I gonna the baby, whatever and then Charlie like goes and fixes it for her. What when it. people were saying there's other people on this island and they're coming to get to steal your baby and we know they're coming because they lit a big smoke like they lit a big fire that made a big smoke trail and that's the signal that they're coming you think she shouldn't be that stressed out about it yeah well what i'm saying is like she shouldn't go to the point where charlie just makes a sling and then she like suddenly kisses him and he's a dad figure did she kiss charlie did you even watch I didn't. I missed that bit. She kisses him on the cheek. Oh, okay. And then 
I assume accepts him as the dad figure for her baby, which has gone from like them being friends, no, not even friends, to this. <laughs> That's what I mean by she sucks. Well, he's never given up though, so. Yeah. Good on Charlie. Um, sorry, when I was reading out the plots, I, f- I forgot I also had some plot keywords. Go on. Raft, baby, IMDb, dynamite, conspiracy, jungle, <laughs> and ship. Jungle? Like, that could just be in every single one. I swear we've seen Island. this before. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Accent watch. So anyway, yeah, people are coming for... Well, the others are coming. The Careless Whisperers are coming for the group of survivors. And Jack and Locke's plan is to blow up the hatch so that they can all hide inside it. Yeah, you asked me at the beginning of the episode... What's the plan again? And I said we're gonna they're gonna blow up the hatch. And when you said it out loud, did you realise how stupid it sounds? Yeah. Like So they were gonna blow up the hatch, which wasn't gonna draw attention to where they were in their plan. Would you not be like why, why is they, the hatch suddenly so important? And why are they so like straight into warfare with this other group? Like would you not be like, Well, let's just wait and see who they are and be like well, like, what's the story with this island? Like, nah, I think that's a pretty big danger to just assume that they're going to be friendly. Oh, okay. Wouldn't you like at least wait and see what they are? Hey, speaking of which, um, Sean was correct. Jack is the main character in Lord of the Flies. Ah, good work. Checks out. Hang on, that reminded me. You were going to look into extras rights for me for this episode. Was I? Yes, you said I'll do it for the last episode. Well, I didn't know, to be fair, I didn't know this was going to be the last one because we did it back-to-back. To be fair, it's not just clear that sucks. Um, the, <laughs> we pulled a Drake and went back-to-back. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so the plot is to, it just separates them from all of the, like, ineffectual people. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, they're like, just us four are going to go wandering <laughs> through the... Yeah, Just uh, us three we, and Hurley. Should we talk about arts? Yeah, R.I.P. arts. Of the island? Who, I don't even believe he was a high school science t- teacher. Yeah, I wanted to ask you. So we'll, we'll do the plot and then we'll to where. So they go, they take arts to go to the old ship to get the, which is called the, the Black Rock. Black Rock. Yeah. Which get, you noted is from. Oh, uh, Portsmouth? Is that what yeah. it said? But then. And is a pirate ship? How old is Rousseau? No, it had slave, it was a slave ship. Okay. So. Rousseau didn't come on that ship. She just knew it was there. <laughs> Completely. I thought that was the ship she was oh, on. No. <laughs> Otherwise, did you, not, did you miss the part where they were all like, how the hell did this get here? Yeah, yeah. And then Arts and, was like, it was a tsunami. Yeah, he was trying to, he's such a scientist, he was trying to rationalise how it got there and he uh, couldn't let it go. That is pretty scientist behaviour. Oh, but I thought that for some reason that was her ship. Okay. <laughs> it makes way more sense. I was like, well, I guess the what, So you're wondering when they were like, how did this get here? She just turned around and was like, beats me. Yeah. I, because Why are they all skeletons? Beats me. <laughs> I thought it was someone. What are you, what no, no, are you no, no, thinking? No, 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 no. Hang on, I thought it was like the island is, you know, how time's a bit weird. All stuff's a bit weird. I thought time was just one of those things. I don't know anything, a, mate. You're the one. Oh, okay. Anyway. Actually. So they take. Sidebar for the for new listeners who have just tuned in. <laughs> I do know everything. I've watched every single episode. Side, sidebar. Side there are no new anything. listeners or old listeners. <laughs> side, side, boop. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> They go and they take arts because he knows how to handle dynamite as in his role as science teacher, apparently. Uh, then they get there and his, they go into the ship and get the dynamite, not getting him to handle it. Like, so his whole point well, of Well, because he said he's there to handle dynamite, which <laughs> seems pretty scary, right? 
But then the sister Jack, hey man, I came to handle the dynamite, not to check out a creepy ghost ship. <laughs> like he's scared of ghosts. Then, <laughs> like what? Then they bring out the dynamite out of the ship and he's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Yeah. What did he expect? Was gonna, anyway, whatever. He really was like making the most of his time and power. Eh? Yeah. He was like, everyone back up. I've got this by myself. So Which then, Manu correctly pointed out was set up. Yeah. Just so they could blow up. Can up. I say all of the twists... I already picked while we were watching it. So you, you want me to admit that you <laughs> just say I'm the, the best? best. <laughs> okay, no big deal. Moving on. Anyway, so then he grabs the <laughs> dynamite and he says, "Do you know what happens to uh, dynamite when it gets hot? It goes over ninety degrees. It bleeds. Fahrenheit. What is it? Nitroglycerin. It sweats nitroglycerin. Is that correct?" It's made. It is nitroglycerin. I don't know what he's talking about, but to be honest, if anyone looked like they were sweating nitroglycerin, it was us. <laughs> Stop trying we'll, to. We'll get to sweaty. We'll get to the sweaty t-shirts later yeah, on. Yeah, we will. <laughs> but if if nitroglycerin got really hot, would it bleed itself or sweat? Yeah, it probably itself? would. Because I, I don't know what the boiling point is, but it might um, evaporate. Is that not the first thing you did in the lab day one? On the top of the. The first thing you did in the lab day one wasn't just like heat Make it up. TNT. And then heat it up to 90 degrees. No, but um, the story that he tells when he says, Do oh, yeah. you know about the first guy that, inv- that yeah, discovered yeah. nitrogen? Apparently that's not true at all. So, so hence more. Do you want to tell the story first more, and then say it's not true? Well, I don't know the actual story, but that's more proof that he's not an actual science teacher. <laughs> he so knows th- nothing of science history. This is, <laughs> you know nothing of the crunch. Anyway, arts. like. <laughs> Ten seconds later, he gets blown up. Yeah, for handling dynamite. He didn't seem to do anything differently than they did. He did. He handled it really carefully, and then he yeah. was like, and that's how you wrap it, and like shook it around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he explodes, and then evaporates instantly. I'm pretty sure if you exploded, there'd be bits of you everywhere. Like, I know there were little bits, but... That was on the forum, yeah. They should be covered in more blood. Because actually, when the shot happened, I don't know if it was CGI or whether they really blew someone up, but, <laughs> but like it looked like there was chunks of stuff going everywhere and it looked like it was flying all over them and then the next shot they were all just clean completely yeah clean. there would be so much blood and like except jack had a chunk of him on his arm yeah but was somehow more handsome as a result um, so then they take the dynamite they draw straws to take the dynamite back to blow up the hatch but jack cleverly uh tricks kate's feeble mind Mentally best her and um Well that's a stretch. But yeah, so for some reason they've got three backpacks. Locke, Jack and Kate all have backpacks and they're fighting over who gets to take the dynamite because they all want to be a hero and risk their lives taking yeah. it back. Sure. Why don't they just divide they're taking back six sticks of dynamite. Why don't they just say, Alright, we'll take two in each pack? Anyway, they're fighting about it and Locke's like, We don't have time for this, let's draw straws and Kate draws the short straw, so she has to take the dynamite. But Jack takes it in his backpack. But lucky he did because you were, you heard when he said, if that like jungle monster comes at us, just put the backpack down and run. Kate did not heed that advice. No, she didn't. The jungle monster did show up, and she, assuming she had the, she thought she had the dynamite in her bag, she didn't even drop it. She just fled. She just ran. Definitely would have exploded. Both Jack and Locke. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the jungle monster? So these are the things. So do you want to keep calling it jungle monster, or do you want to, yeah, I don't know. I've got in my list of mysteries tree flattening jungle monster, but it's up to you. Are you ready to change the name yet, or? I guess we could call it security system at this point. Well, okay. As, what other names do you? It's not as like, 
what what did you see of it this episode? Yeah, so I wrote down its characteristics. They were exploding trees. Yeah. Dinosaur noise. And like You claimed that you saw like a Velociraptor <laughs> shadow. A shadow of a flying something that looked like a Velociraptor. No, that was a there was a bird. There was a shot of a bird flying away. Yeah, yeah. But then later there was just shadows. Okay. It could have been the bird, I guess, but why would it come back when there were trees exploding? Anyway. Uh <laughs> And then just grey smoke or like black smoke that kind of like swirled around. And then also a chain that attached itself to John Locke and dragged him, tried to drag him into a hole. So my question is, is it time to change the monster's name to Big Smoky Smoke? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so going into season two, that's how we'll refer to it. Big Smoky Smoke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Big Smoky Smoke comes at the crew Wearing the dynamite, taking the dynamite back, which is just since Arts has, expl- Arts has conveniently exploded <laughs> and just left the core characters, Jack, Kate, Hurley, and Locke. John Locke. And no Saeed, though. Well, he's busy trying to keep I know where Charlie he is, alive. but it was a deliberate choice because otherwise, if you left the other ineffectual people, just nothing could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you count Charlie as ineffectual? Fuck yes, I count Charlie as ineffectual. <laughs> um, yeah, true. And the, the other guy. Uh, leaders are out on the uh, the raft as well. Mm. Um, anyway, big smoky smoke comes out. Locke walks towards bars. it. Yeah, and then like it blows up in his face, and then he gets scared and starts running away. And then it grabs him by the ankle and drags him by, like you said, by some sort of metallic chain into a hole in the ground. And Jack heroically dives at him and grabs his arm and then like somehow gets into this pose where he's like got his crotch right in Locke's face <laughs> and his legs like over the hole um like holding him up and they're stuck like that because the the monster's still trying to suck Locke down anyway Kate runs back Kate runs to him and this is like she hadn't seen the monster before and she sees Locke being like pulled into this mystery hole in the ground by this ball of smoke and she just puts her backpack down and goes oh no <laughs> and also jack's <laughs> jack's mounting lock <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe that's what she thought it was <laughs> she walked up and went, guys oh, give no. it a rest um does that count as uh jack physically besting lock what because he saved him nah because he nah, like we'll get to physically besting later <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was trying to lead you to that <laughs> do you want to get to that <laughs> god so there's a flashback with how does the flashback start? Just this flash straight back to Charlie. Well, the first flashback is actually Jin. Yeah, I didn't uh, keep track of the order of the flashbacks. So Jin is um, uh, confronted by one of his boss's henchmen in the airport. Oh yeah, but, accent watch. How was that guy's Korean accent? Yeah, good Korean, <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> I heard, I'm pretty sure I said, heard him say Unagi. <laughs> but but um, sure, it checks out. But. Yeah, so he's confronted, but nothing really happens. Is he just says, "Wherever you go, the boss will be watching." Hey, was Jin planning on escaping? I thought it was Sun that was planning on escaping. Yeah, it was Sun. Well, no, aren't they both escaping from her father, and she's going to escape from him at the same time? Really, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure because that's why she learns English, so she can like. Yeah, but bail. he doesn't know that she knows English. Yeah, he wasn't planning Hence, on escaping. She's escaping from him. No, no, because they're getting away from her father, and he thinks that they're doing that together. And then, but while they're escaping, uh, she's going to really? escape. From, I think. Is that a back uh, backstory within a backstory? Flashback within a flashback. <laughs> um, Call in, Ken. Yeah. So, so 
what was the, what was that flashback? Gins. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, the next flashback is Charlie in a hotel room in Sydney, Australia, with um, a female friend. Yeah. And he's uh, fosking around trying to find his heroine, and then she wakes up and abuses him about how shit his band is, and <laughs> and says that he's hiding heroin from her. And then physically bests him on the bed and grabs... And calls him pathetic. Calls him pathetic. Oh, yeah, so that'll come back later in the episode. Well, sort of. It all ties up. Not really. It makes sense. No. Um, Anyway, yeah, so she, like... Charlie gets his ass kicked. And then she doesn't even get the heroin and she leaves. I think the point was that... She just didn't want him to burn burn her CD. Did he say, I'll burn you a CD of my band? Yeah, yeah, he was like, I'll I'll send you an autographed CD of my band. And she's like, I don't even like drive through or whatever. And yeah. he's like, it's drive shaft. <laughs> <laughs> she physically bests him. How's that accent watch, by the way? And um, yeah, and then I think the point is he's left with the heroine. And in that moment, we see that he's pathetic. Because he, even though he'd lost the fight and he still gets his heroine, but is he better yeah, okay. off for it? All right. So yeah, what I was saying is it, it ties in is because I actually wrote down they like to so one of the themes of lost is they quite like irony <laughs> i guess maybe this is the theme of everything but yes yes it is <laughs> so anyway um arts went to the black rock to like stop the others from blowing up and he blew up himself yeah that's not ironic how is that not a is this Alanis Morissette yeah. uh, irony? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, no, that's literally ironic. No, because he wasn't. It wasn't like he. He no, because yeah, it was no. He claimed his to be, purpose was not to blow up, and then he blew up. That would be irony. No, but he claimed he was a. Yeah, but that's dynamite expert. Mm. Oh man! Listen, do you just pressure. listen. Okay, to well, Alanis. I'll give you my next case then, and you tell me whether it's ironic or not. <laughs> do it now. No. Um, Charlie called someone else pathetic. <laughs> Yeah, that is ironic. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. So when they go and take the baby back from Rousseau, he calls her pathetic. I think thematically we were supposed to be like, look how far Charlie's come. He used to be pathetic, but now she's pathetic. I honestly didn't even hear the junkie call him pathetic, and I still wait, thought wait, it was wait, ironic. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. She wasn't a junkie. She was just uh, Sheila. Yep. She, she, like, bested him to get his hair <laughs> What are you talking about? Um... Did, her, her accent watch checked out though. Yeah. But do now that we're on the rest, now that we're here. Now that we're on accent watch. Oh God, the, the staff of Oceanic <laughs> Airlines or Airways. Airlines or Airways? Uh, Airways, I think. They are not Australian, but to the point that it they, was kind of offensive. They they put on accents maybe to the, when they're checking them in <laughs> yeah. in Sydney, quote unquote. <laughs> I wrote down. So the first lady is. I think it's the lady. She's checking him in. She's checking Hurley in, and she says. Your seat is confirmed for seat 22 <laughs> or something like. And then everything she says is like oh, barely comprehensible. And then we get to another lady at the gate. Also works for Oceanic. Also putting on an accent. And they, they, they kind of are trying because like, I think one of them said like tar. Yeah. But uh, British people say tar. Though. Yeah, they're like close enough. It's just like non-North American English speakers. Yeah. And Manu pointed out um, a spelling typo in the in the Sydney airport. 
through? T-H-R-U? Um, yeah, so American spell through T-H-R-U. I I'm, not, I'm still not sure that that's a fact. Google it. Read a book. Uh, and, uh, I will not and I will not. <laughs> when they're running through the airport, there's a sign that says through to such and such number uh, referencing gates. And it's spelled the American way. Apparently, how do you say um, hello in like Hawaiian or whatever? <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, hello, mahalo. Apparently, like if you look Aloha. closer than your fucking shitty cursory glance at the screen, <laughs> there's like signs up saying like mahalo or whatever. Oh, all really? over the. All over oh, the it place. is aloha. Mahalo is thank you. Anyway, is that like cheers? Moving on. Uh, Ta. So. Hurley's curse resurfaces this this week yep. in quite a heavy-handed way. What did you think? Uh, well, he blames himself for arts blowing up. Yeah. That's one. Uh, he sleeps through his alarm. His car breaks down. So he sleeps through his alarm because uh, his, he's charging his uh, discman yeah. and it caught fire at the wall, which like somehow cut the power to the entire hotel. And are we to assume that that gave it like extra Yeah, because then it lasted like two months on the island. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Um, his car breaks down on the way to the airport. Uh, he's too fat to get in the lift. A little bit of body comedy again. Uh, and then when he gets to the airport, he has to book two flights, uh, two seats, because he's too fat. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. I don't remember that being... I know people often say that that should be a policy, but I'm pretty sure that's not a policy. I don't think it is. And that was directed by the... Lady with a horrible accent as yeah, well. So. Just to make matters worse. Yeah. Um, and she said, am I going to have to weigh you, love? <laughs> right. yeah, that was so <laughs> that Yeah. No, airport staff don't treat customers like that, do they? Let's just do our Hurley Watch do, now. Because there was another horrible thing that got said to him. Okay. Uh, was it when Arts was talking to him? Yeah, yeah. Arts goes, some of us have actually lost weight while we've been on the island. So Arts is like made out. To, he's a bit of a strange character, right? Yeah. He's made out to be... Like unlikable, but no, he's unlikable, but no one even cares to not like him. Yeah, like he starts talking to Jack, and Jack goes, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." <laughs> and Hurley just completely ignores him and when Hurley's, he's talking yeah, about not his listening life. At him. And my third wife, she told me that this is what she signed up for, or something. Oh, this is not what she signed up for, or something. And Hurley's just like, "It's all in your head, man." <laughs> yeah. What else do you have for Hurley watch? And so, oh, can we get to his t-shirt? So, I, hang on, hang on. So then, uh, to finish the curse, when they get to the hatch, he notices the lottery numbers that he chants from time to time and have been yeah, I thought allegedly he... sprinkled throughout the show. Have we seen those on the hatch before? Yeah. Did John see them? John yeah, Mark? but they didn't know the significance. Okay. Hey, Ed, okay, so this ties into Sweaty T-shirt watch. Yeah. Um, so Hurley, because of all those things that Manu said, those bad lucks, those bad lucks <laughs> is running late for his plane. And so he has to run like from wherever his car breaks down to the airport. <laughs> and then he runs all around the airport and then checks into the wrong terminal or something. So he has to run to the next terminal. But they just used the same shot of him yeah. running through a crowd twice and different. Anyway, do you notice or well, two things? First of all, <laughs> do you think that was just a setup to like justify why his t-shirts always covered in sweat on the island yeah subsequently he's just been sweaty ever since <laughs> he's been sweaty ever since because yeah. <laughs> when he finally checks in onto the correct plane his t-shirt is drenched from like the neck down to about the <laughs> navel but um 
Secondly, when he's running through the airport, you probably wouldn't have picked this up, but did you see the sports team? I did. What? Do you want me to say who I thought they were? No, this isn't like Celebrity Watch. Did you see the numbers on their back? Oh, no, I didn't. God. This is what I'm saying. If you just shoehorn in the numbers, then their significance is just like the fact that whenever there's numbers... Yeah, but think about it. The numbers were in the same place as Hurley. Um, <laughs> did you have a Sawyer insult of the week? <clears throat> no, I thought Sawyer was pretty nice again this week. He claims that he's not a hero, but I think he is a hero. He is a hero. Um, <laughs> Good. So you finally turned on Sawyer. Oh, no, because listen to the Sawyer insult of the week. Okay. His man bun. Now, I know oh, that's yeah. a common thing these days, it's but his, when this was shot. Yeah, 2005, was a, this is, is, is insulting to it's, the eyes. He's a trailblazer. And also he says, and I don't know what this means, uh, but he says to Walt, all right, kazoo, I can only assume this is some sort of like sort insult. of like, Yeah, but also he says to Walt, who must be, what oh, is what, yeah. 12 or 13? This is an insult to just common sense, yeah. 12? Is it an insult to common sense? Walt says, uh, uh, why didn't you write a letter for the, they're talking about the uh, message in a bottle thing? Why didn't, why didn't you write a message? And so he just straight up says to him, because the only letter I ever wrote was to the man I'm going to kill. And, and Walt, then he just turns around and back to what he was doing. And Walt's just like, oh, why are you going to kill him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, so there was a few shots of them out on the raft. Trying to make their big escape. Yeah. The raft looked like it was working okay. They gave the um, rudder to Walt for like two seconds and he hit a log and the rudder <laughs> broke off. Does Walt have bad luck as well? You remember? I thought he's got superpowers. I've got that down as one of my mysteries. No, but one of his superpowers are bad superpowers. His superpower is bad luck. Yeah. Remember I said to you, this is dumb. They have the same thing happening and you were like, no, no, no. Anyway, so the rudder falls off and Sawyer heroically jumps in to get it. The water surrounding the raft when he did that looked like it was about three meters deep. Yeah. Like, you could clearly see. <laughs> Maybe it was just a reef, but... Um, and Scott and Steve got a shout-out from Sawyer. Ah, uh, just Scott. No, Do he wanna... said Scott, and Walt said, no, that's Steve. Scott's did dead. Oh, I was laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, when he's looking through people's letters to their loved ones, he's like, oh, I didn't realize Phyllis or whatever... Missed her husband so much, given that she's been shacking up. Uh, Scott's been keeping her warm. Yeah. And Walt says, no, that's Steve Scott's dead. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good shout-out. Does that make Sawyer your psycho of the week, the way he's been nah, speaking I, I, to this child? I was kind of leaning, yeah, uh, in the running, right, but I was kind of leaning towards Shannon, just because she's got kind of a dead look in her eyes at the moment. Yeah, she's pretty crazy. Um, maybe I had John Locke for, like, for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons, but for fetishizing the like uh, dynamite and then pretending it's operation. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so we should. I probably, feel so alive. I like how you just tell me stuff and then like assume that no one, like, no one's seen it, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, you remember that scene when they did this? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, cool. And then yeah. we move on. But we should point out the that they were really carefully taking the dynamite out of the box and wrapping it up and Locke compared it uh, what they were doing to the game Operation which he said ironically to Jack because Jack's a surgeon Have you ever played Operation? And Jack's like oh, yeah mate, once or twice um, Yeah And then Jack said, Jack said to Locke 
which I wrote down because I didn't. Did, did you find make anything of when Jack stares, stares at Locke and says, "You like to play games, John?" Yeah, and John I, and John just goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like I think John was answering earnestly, and I feel like Jack's was like a metaphor. I think that that was tying into uh, Jack's growing suspicion of John Locke that he killed Boone. I feel like at this point. Locke has mentally bested Jack. <laughs> and us. <laughs> so back on the island, um, Kate, no, what's her name? Claire, uh, names her baby Aaron. Kind of in the, in the heat of the moment. Hey? Yeah. When she's like, she, she chases down Saeed and Charlie and is like, I want to come get the baby. And then Charlie says something to her like, we're going to get it back. And she's like, okay. And then just like yeah. leaves it. Get baby Aaron. Yeah. Um, and then so they do. They go and fo- they follow the other big smoky smoke in the episode to the beach and find that it's just like one log burning. No, that was apparently the only big. Oh yeah, no. This... So that was a, we'll call that smoke signal. So okay. there was like a big chimney of smoke. A pl- what do you call it? A chimney? A plume of smoke? Plume of smoke. But it was kind of like a really straight. It must have shot it. Wait, was it CGI? Yes, it's definitely it CGI. So but, I said, I must have shot it on a really calm day because <laughs> it was just going straight up. For <laughs> So they have been on the beach looking inland the whole time. It was definitely inland, yeah, and originally. Then once they trace it back to its origin, it's on the beach again. Well, it would help if they'd mapped out the coastline. Oh, well, yeah. If they, maybe, as we've suspected all along, it's just a peninsula. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get there and no one's there and there's no footprints. There's no footprints, and Rousseau's just waiting there. Um, so are we to assume that she started that bonfire? Well, that's what Charlie says. Charlie says that. and he Just said, before he says, you're pathetic. <laughs> so I Char- don't know what to believe. Charlie <laughs> says that, and then he's like, they, there never was any others. Uh, and she's like, no, oh, I just thought if I bought the baby, they'd swap it back for me. But she, they must, they must have been there. Either they must have been there for her to think that there was something to swap with, or she's invented them as well. She could have. She seems pretty crazy at this point. She very much does, but I don't know. She did arrive on that ghost ship <laughs> several hundred years ago. Um, do you want some trivial? Yeah, go on. Um, okay, I just got the bit about how this episode aired in two parts in Australia and the UK. Great. <laughs> Uh, um, I think they said it as a joke But in an interview once Damon Lindorf Who? I, I think he's director or creator of this Along with JJ Okay. Anyway They they said that They'd originally planned to make this whole finale episode A flashback episode for Vincent <laughs> I did it The doc God, That, um, would, that would show Vincent's experience at the airport However, what? and then he claims, however, details of the scene were spoiled by the press, so the producers decided not to shoot it. Yeah, that's not true. Anyway, um, oh yeah, and then my other piece of trivia was the story Arts tells about the discovery of nitroglycerin is incorrect. The man who discovered it, Escanio Sobrero, survived his experiments. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it for the week. That's, um. What else do you got? So this is maybe like... Do you have a... Should we do a final winners and losers of the season? 
Okay. Should we do a rankings? All right. I want to hear. Over should, should we start from 42? <laughs> Scott. Steve. No, wait. Scott's, Scott's, Scott's way up there. <laughs> he's top 10. So, he might be, actually. Well, he's the only one uh, who's actually getting it in on the island. Sorry, did you want to say something? Or? Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a segment I've labelled as faith versus science. Is this the first time that – should we talk about how that came up? Yeah, well, uh, we'll just talk about it. We don't, I don't have to read through my notes, yeah. Um, no, just because Locke explicitly says to Jack, that's the difference between you and me. You're a man of science. To which Jack, walking right into Locke's trap, says, well, what does that make you? And he says, I'm a man of faith. Um, is that the first time that they've explicitly said that? Because it's kind of been implied the whole t- the whole season, right? Well, but has it? Because when else has John Locke professed to be a man of faith? He's always talking about like we were meant to do this, and yeah, don't tell me what I can't do. Faith and fate are different things. I don't think the writers of the show realise that. <laughs> I think that they're kind of like pigeonholing it into one thing, fate, so that faith people are can different be... things. Let me think on that for a second. So, like God and destiny are different things, right? I don't know, man. Not well, you clearly don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm with well, Jack me... on this one. <laughs> so what What did you have? What was your point about it? Well, um, it's pretty clear. So do you think this is what happens in Lord of the Flies as well? No, it's not. Um, so John Locke thinks that everything that's happening on the island is like leading up to one series chain of events. Or just like predetermined. Yeah. Destined. And Jack is like, no, we're just doing this to survive. That's what we would do. Uh, but Jack's the hero, right? Well. Or is he? Is he, though? I, I felt like this episode, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but Jack was getting a lot, a strong challenge from Locke. He was, yeah. He kept getting questioned. He kept getting questioned, and Locke kept on being like, no, we should walk in twos or whatever. And Jack would be like... All right, listen to John. So I guess like we can conclude that you can't actually be a real hero unless you've got faith, is that? Well, I guess we'll have to watch the next five seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, five. Can't wait. Um, um, so just to wrap up the plot points because we haven't gone through everything yet. Yeah, have we finished the two? What, sorry, are we, even half, are we even through the first part? No, I think we've got pretty much even. I only had one more thing to talk about. Yeah, what? So can we talk about Vincent? We'll get to Vincent. They, um, the guys on the raft, use Saeed's radar. Yeah. And they find... How the hell did Saeed build that radar? He's a man of science. But True. He can't, but he can't be truly the because think, of the heathen. Do you, you think um, Sawyer's a man of faith? <sighs> it's odd because they've not really plotted it out except for in this one scene. Throughout the whole of the... Okay, so sorry, yeah, you're going back to they're on the raft and they've got this... Uh, what, what Radar. You, radar. And they use it and they find out that there's something near them and they fire a flare. Yep. Which attracts a boat. Their only flare. Their only flare. Which attracts a boat, which comes back and they think they're saved and they're all celebrating. Mm. But then on it, uh, according to Anonymous, four of the others... Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, those, the others was in quotation marks. Right. Uh, and, and there was the, a full stop after it. Semicolon. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, they demand Walt. Yeah. And then shoot Sawyer. Yeah. Well, Sawyer was pulling a gun because Sawyer smuggled a gun onto the raft. Yeah. And he was rubbish at using that gun correctly. 
And then they take Walt. What happened to Jin? I didn't even. He he dived in after Sawyer because he didn't. Ah, he's okay. friends now. And then Michael dived in as well. No, Michael. Oh, they threw they threw a bomb on the boat. Michael got like kind of manhandled, got physically bested <laughs> by the others. Yeah, and then they threw him over over the side of the raft. Okay, and then they also threw a bomb onto the raft. Yeah, and it just looked like a regular it. drink bottle, and then it suddenly exploded. Yeah, and then so but Walt's gone off on a boat with them. So they're 15 miles offshore, and yeah. these others just blew up their raft. It's pretty ruthless, eh? You'd think, and stole their kid. Yeah. You'd think, well, it leads you to believe that Sawyer and Michael and Jen probably... Are dead. Well, should be dead because it's a 15 miles one, but they can go back on the raft, I see. But So uh, is this going to be your prediction? Uh, I should do a prediction, shouldn't I? Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. So... Did you notice that um, Rousseau, the French lady, said to Charlie and Said, the careless whispers said they were coming for the boy? For the boy, yeah. A little bit of a giveaway. Yeah, a, a red herring. Because <laughs> did yeah. you know that Aaron was a boy until she named it Aaron? Um, Aaron? Yeah, I think they've said he before. Okay. Uh, yeah, Charlie definitely has. Okay. So anyway, so the the boy that they were coming for evidently is... Walt. Mm, yeah. Uh, so my prediction is that, the, and I haven't, I'm just making this up on the spot, sorry. Uh, the others. Wait, what are you doing previously? <laughs> the others, for some reason, want to keep them all on this on the island. Yeah. And the reason they want kids is because time acts differently on the island and they need to like steal the youth of young people. <laughs> and that's how Rousseau's been there for like 200 years. <laughs> okay. Is that my best one yet? Um, it's good. So that's your <laughs> prediction for next season, let's say. Well, I was actually just going to stop at the others for some reason want to keep them on the island, but then... No, no, it's good. Okay. Um, did you want to do a final power ranking? So let's just do a top 10. Okay. Should we start from the top and go down? Because I, I don't know if I can work up to yeah, no, number one. So number one? Jack. <laughs> Man. Yeah. There was no hesitation. Jack. But yeah, it's Jack. Jack. Who's okay. your number two? It's John Locke or Sawyer? Who do you reckon? Yeah, same for me, but I'm, oh, I think I'm going Sawyer. Okay. Explain why. Man bun. Man bun versus bald? Yep. Okay. Um, no, I just feel like Sawyer's actually trying to help them more. But John Locke is a psycho. We, we mentioned. John Locke's topped our psycho of the week. Sure. For a good psycho of the week. Of the time. Yeah. Uh, but he kind of was mentally besting Jack this week. So I'm going to put Locke third. Okay. So so those two, second and third, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Sawyer actually also got his way because he wanted to go on the raft, which is one of only four people to do that. Also, not really explain why he wanted to go on the raft. <laughs> sure. Michael sure. says to him, there's only two reasons you'd want to go on here. Either you're a hero or you want to kill yourself. Yeah. And he goes, I ain't no hero. But I'm pretty sure, he, why does he keep denying it? He is a hero. Kill yourself on the island and save a space. Yeah. Give it to Kate. We've already talked about this. So they're the top three. Yeah. Uh, are we going all the way down to 10? Yep. Okay. Uh, who else do you have? Well, who's your four? Maybe Kate. Or Saeed. Ooh, I was going to say Hurley, but. Okay, what's the case for Hurley? Uh, he keeps everyone 
happy. He built the, didn't he build the golf course? Anyway, no, nah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go, Kate. Number four. Kate four. Number five, Saeed. Saeed. Actually, I'm going Saeed four. Kate five. Yeah. Okay. Um, the ghost of Boone. Ghost of Boone. Six. R.I.P. Um, the ghost of what's his name? Cats. Scott. <laughs> Scott. What? No, what's his name? Uh, Arts. Arts. Uh, no, I'm probably going Vincent. Number seven. Sure, Vince. Hurley will come in at eight for me. Yeah. Uh, Shannon. Shannon. Because then, of her appearances on Psycho of the Week. And then Charlie. Done. Top Charlie 10. rounds it out. Rounds it out. That's the worst of the top ten. <laughs> um, of there are top more ten people char- whose names that we know. <laughs> yeah, there are more characters up there. No, like there are more main characters, I'm pretty sure. Are there? I think we've forgotten some. <laughs> anyway, I might as well do oh, clear. an unsought. Yeah, okay. She goes just ahead of Charlie, probably ahead of Shannon as well, to be honest. Yeah. But not ahead of Vincent. No, Shannon's way more powerful. Uh, is she, though? Oh, what about Sun and Shannon? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were all around. They were like all ninth equal. Yeah. And Charlie, oh, and Michael. And so everyone's ninth equal and okay. Charlie's tenth. Charlie's below all of those people. <laughs> and all of them are equal. Okay. Um, and Arts is just below Charlie. I'm glad we put so much thought into this. <laughs> we planned it. So I just I thought I might as well just do a final recap of the uh, unsolved mysteries that we got left with from season one. Is everyone's looking forward to it? Well, are you not even interested? No, I'm listening. Yeah, you are interested. Just so these are mysteries that haven't been addressed, pretty much. So we got we've got the jungle monster, which we'll call Big Smoky Smoke now. Big Smoke. Well, well, yeah, I guess that's that's been addressed, right? Well, it's Big Smoky Smoke. <laughs> So the for them to be addressed, they have to be solved. I don't know if we can count that as solved. Got the polar bear on the island. That's definitely not been solved. No. Nor mentioned since, like, episode three. Weirdly. Lock not paralysed. Uh, I guess you could just say, oh, faith. yeah, just faith. faith. Weird that stuff. Jack's dad not in the coffin. Still. They're going to have to find I can't even this. remember what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> the two dead bodies in the cave. Uh, maybe we'll get to that. Um, they survived the plane crash. Did Jack make that part? Well, you wanted to cross that off because eh? he definitely yeah. did. Careless whispers, other people. Yeah, we can might might better. Well, that but one. then why can we hear them whisper in the forest? Well, because they're in the forest whispering. Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna need more than that. Um, Ethan not on the plane. We could probably cross that off now, right? Nah, that's not solved. Well, we not like properly solved. You remember it. Ethan, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of. We've said lots of theories about it, but we've never... But we've seen other people now in yeah, the boat. Yeah. But it's not like solved, so we don't know where they were. Oh, you know what I mean? All right, I'll leave it on the list. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Why did I go against that? The hatch? Yeah. That's still a mystery. A ladder, yeah. It's all we saw. Oh, we should mention that, actually. So the final shot uh, is, and Tom, I don't want to get too technical for you here, but just stop me. Uh, a pullback track heading down into the... Uh, hatch, looking up at uh, John Locke and uh, Jack. Yep. Yep. And yeah, you were impressed, weren't you? With well, that cinematography. No, because... Well, admit it. <laughs> I said to you, I do remember seeing that in ads back when Lost was on TV. Okay. Well, to round out so, our mis- yeah, mysteries, we just had Walt's superpowers and Hurley's numbers, which have definitely not been addressed. No. Nor will they be, probably. Lazy writing. 
All right, well, thanks everyone for listening to season one. Leave us a five-star review. Only five-star reviews. We've got very uh, shallow egos and we get offended. (laughs) We'll be back for season two through through six. (laughs) But we're going to take a hiatus. Yeah. Do you have any plans, Manu? Um, Fantasy basketball. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Shout out to Ken. Shout out, Ken. Come back. And yeah, we'll catch you guys in season two.